You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show. Hi, welcome to a Wednesday edition of the show. Glad to have you here. There is so much to get through today. This is uh, this is phenomenal. Breaking news as I uh, literally crack of the mic here. I've been in the studio since early, 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 early. Today is a big day because uh, Hunter Biden is expected to, uh, well, this plea deal was going to happen in Delaware court that would uh, prevent him from uh, being thrown in jail for things that uh, millions of Americans have been thrown in jail for. That would be uh, tax fraud and then also uh, smoke and crack and lying on a federal gun form, which, I mean, thousands of people have gone to jail for. <laughs> and apparently uh, it is not going through as they had planned. This is CNN this morning. Breaking news out of Wilmington, Delaware, from the Hunter Biden plea deal hearing. Our Kara Scannell just ran out from inside the courtroom. Kara, bring us up. To They've declared the plea deal null and void. Speed. Yeah, John. So as we as I went back into the courtroom, the hearing had just begun again. The judge was back on the bench and she was pressing the prosecution on this investigation and the four corners of this plea agreement. One of the prosecutors said that the investigation was very much ongoing and that she asked him, well, what is not covered in this plea agreement if you are leaving the possibility for there being other future charges? So then the judge said, would this include a possible Farrah charge that's not registering as a foreign agent. The prosecutor said no, the deal would not include that. It was at that point that she had said to the prosecution, um, you know, if you were not good, if you can charge that, then what does this mean? And the prosecutors, she asked Hunter Biden's attorneys about that, and he said, well, then there's no deal. And the prosecutor said, then there is no deal. So Biden's team said that the plea agreement, as far as they understood it, was now null and void. They were moving ahead to talk about what the next steps would be in this case. So as of right now, the deal appears to be dead and off the table. Yay, that is good news. I wouldn't hold my breath thinking that, you know, actually uh, somebody, a Democrat swamp dweller, would be uh, not held accountable or held accountable for what they did. So I don't really know what's happening, but I do know that a lot of things have happened since this uh, plea uh, uh, agreement had been uh, spoken about, including, I don't know, finding cocaine in the White House. That might be part of it. Uh, I doubt it, but uh, but seriously, the judge, if you're going to be considering uh, cocaine, uh, was something he was using when he lied on the federal gun purchase form, and they found cocaine in the White House, and the uh, Secret Service covered up the investigation, and one of the uh, possible uh, requirements for the plea agreement might be a drug test. That's just something I'm throwing out there. You know, that that's, should be obvious that a judge would say, you know what, let's get some of your hair. I want to make sure you're not taking cocaine now since we're going to throw this uh, this gun charge and uh, and allow you to plea out of it. I think that's kind of interesting. But this is a story this morning. Hunter Biden's legal team denied to Tuesday night they were lied. They lied to court officials to get filings from a senior Republican lawmaker removed from the public docket, blaming the dispute on an unintentional miscommunication. Sure. Yeah, an unintentional. It's not a lie. It's an unintentional miscommunication. <laughs> it's fantastic. That, like if I told my wife in the morning that, uh, that uh, I didn't eat the rest of the Ben and Jerry's. Well, we don't eat Ben and Jerry's anymore because they suck. But uh, say, for instance, the whatever in the freezer, uh, I could say, you know what? That was an unintentional miscommunication, and that would result in me sleeping on the couch. That said, the uh, denials came in response to U.S. District Judge Mariella Norica, who is presiding over the case, threatened them with sanctions of 
had accusations that a member of their staff misrepresented who she worked for while successfully requesting the removal of the GOP filing. Now, I don't want to make this too complicated because you, you can make your head spin, and I'm kind of digested as the show goes on. But a court filing at the center of the dispute came when Representative Jason Smith... Uh, Republican chair of the House Ways and Means Committee sought to weigh in on the case, encouraged Norica, the judge, to consider recent claims from IRS whistleblowers that the probe into President Joe Biden's son was tainted by political interference and submitted transcripts of their testimony. Now, this is pretty big that those two IRS whistleblowers last week, that the judge is looking at their testimony to see if this plea agreement would affect all of the things that could be criminal uh, criminality uh, performed by Joe Biden and his son Hunter. This is pretty interesting stuff. Uh, so the defendant appears to have benefited from political interference, which calls into question the propriety of the investigation of the U.S. Attorney's Office. That's what Smith's attorney wrote in the court filing, which went on to say it is critical that the court consider the whistleblower materials before determining whether to accept the plea agreement. That is pretty big that, uh, you know, we're all staring down this. We're all looking at what we know is going to happen because of uh, precedent. And that would be nobody's going to get punished for anything. And he's going to get away with it. Right. Isn't that what you kind of expect? And and you're you're hoping and praying that maybe the Justice Department, maybe there's a judge out there somewhere who can stop this freight train of uh, the dual system of justice. Maybe there's this this judge who can stop this malfeasance that the entire country sees. The emperor is naked. The emperor is corrupt, and his son is a crack addicted corruptocrat as well. Maybe. I'm just maybe holding my breath <clears throat> that this moment could be the moment that we turned back this nonsense and this double standard for those in power versus the rest of us. But, of course, I'm not holding my breath. I am not. Not holding my breath. But I hope so because it would be big. They gave a total pass to Biden's crooked son. Lied on his application to purchase a handgun. Yeah, he ought to be in prison. He should, like a lot of other people. But he gets off scot-free. Because he's hunty. Hunty Biden. Because our two-tier justice system is a travesty. I'm going to call him Percy from now on. He evaded taxes, but he won't serve a day. Hunter Biden's proven that sometimes crime can pay, but you won't see him in prison. No one can tell you why. Except the Bidens are protected by the FBI. Oh yeah, DOJ, FBI. They won't look at Hunter's laptop. They won't even crack the lid. Nah. Chris Ray doesn't want to know the crimes that Hunter did. Yeah, he ought to be in prison. Instead, he gets a plea. Because our justice system's corrupt as it can be. You know, and we can continue this facade through the next election. 
Or maybe the, the, the justice system and maybe the, uh, the good people of the country are just going to finally say, you know, is this uh, <clears throat> worth covering up? Is, this, is it worth covering? Is it worth destroying our democracy? Not democracy. We don't have a democracy. But is it, is it worth destroying the country to defend the very corrupt man in the White House and his incredibly corrupt family? There's, there's a point we have to realize, and, and may, I don't think the Democrat Party is going to do that, but uh, is it worth all this cover? Is it worth destroying everything to save this incredibly corrupt man in the White House? That's really what it's pretty much about. Now, back to the story. <clears throat> the judge has the power to reject the plea agreement. That was negotiated between Hunter Biden and the DOJ, uh, though that would be a surprising and unexpected move. I would consider this morning's developments to be unexpected. After Smith's so-called amicus motion was filed on the public docket, a member of Hunter Biden's legal team called the court clerk, represented that she worked with Smith's attorney and requested the amicus materials be taken down. All right? So you got that, according to a lengthy order from the judge, which was posted Tuesday. The judge, who said she consulted with the clerk's office to figure out what happened, said it appears that the caller who called in and said, get rid of that stuff, that material, misrepresented her identity and who she worked for in an attempt to improperly convince the clerk's office to remove the amicus materials from the docket. So somebody lied, uh, lied about who they were, and, uh, and told the judge, you really need to, uh, you really need to uh, 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 take down the, uh, the requested amicus materials. You need to get rid of those. The amicus. So uh, the amicus motion was filed on the public docket. A member of the, the team called and said, take it down. So it looks like uh, Biden's uh, legal team lied and wanted to uh, get rid of some evidence so the judge wouldn't see it. I would venture to say, and I, and I could be wrong as I, as I digest this, uh, that this is going to put him in a whole uh, buttload of trouble. And, uh, and I'm hoping that because Hunter Biden is not a victim, he's a rectum. Okay, he is not a, uh, uh, he is an addict, but you know, I know a lot of addicts. I was an addict uh, to some degree, and, uh, and I never, uh, I don't know, uh, hustled uh, influence uh, to our, our nation's enemies that could ultimately destroy the country. I, uh, maybe it's me. Maybe there are a lot of addicts out there who do that. I should go to the Tenderloin uh, District of San Francisco and just ask the addicts there, have you ever, uh, you know, been really super duper high on whatever you were on and went and visited? Uh, Ukrainian gas officials and got hired even though he had no talent and you had been kicked out of the military and you used cocaine a whole lot. Have you ever applied for a Ukrainian uh, gas company's board before and did you take money for your dad from our nation's enemies? I'm not thinking we're going to get a whole lot of uh, yeses on that one. And maybe I could be wrong. Maybe I could be wrong. And yesterday I opened the show. It was kind of funny because we're talking about, uh, we discovered yesterday that according to this Form 1023 that's been turned over, that uh, the president of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky, had one of his representatives literally in some of the meetings with Hunter Biden and Burisma with Joe Biden on the phone. And then after the meetings, the Zelensky official went and informed Zelensky about it. And I said, well, it kind of makes sense then that Donald Trump said to Zelensky on a 
perfect phone call. Hey, man, you ought to look into this Burisma company. Just want to make sure there's a lot of corruption there. And here is Tom Fitton repeating what I said yesterday in a much more eloquent fashion because he's a legal expert. You had a head of Burisma recognize that Joe Biden is the big guy and tell that to a confidential human source for the FBI. All this is, by the way, President Trump is being impeached for wanting to investigate this issue, too. Oh, yeah, there's that. If you want to know why Trump was impeached, this document tells you why. <laughs> because they knew or had reason to know that Joe Biden was on the take and, and President Trump started asking questions about the corruption vis-a-vis Ukraine. Wow, this is crazy. Donald Trump was impeached. And the Democrats in Congress and many rhinos were absolutely down with Donald Trump being impeached for recognizing Joe Biden's criminality in a country called Ukraine with his son hired on the Ukrainian gas company board. And he said to the new president, hey, why don't you look in on this corruption? And that's what Donald Trump was impeached for, for asking about the real crimes of the Biden family. Is that just unbelievable? Is that as just as evil as you? Can, I mean, is that as evil you could possibly imagine? Oh, he's asking about my uh, crooked business dealings with my son. Uh, hey, guys in Congress, impeach him, impeach him for that. And of course, the impeachment did a face plant. So just add this to Russia collusion, just add this to the dossier, just add this to all of the crap that the Democrat Party has thrown at Donald Trump and his supporters. And today you'll notice the heat has been turned up on Trump supporters. I mean, like, really, really, like, people saying that we need to be uh, uh, taken down physically, there needs to be a war, Hillary Clinton's calling us all uh, uh, destroyers of the earth, the MAGA, MAGA supporters have caused the earth to war. <laughs> it's really, it's bizarre. It, it, it's bizarre, it's kind of scary, and it's also pretty damned exciting, too, because uh, maybe this could be the end of the end. This is Peter Schweizer, real quick. One more soundbite this break. Peter Schweizer, who's written many books about uh, Joe Biden's corruption, saying this could be the end of uh, Joe Biden's career. Big, big news uh, has been breaking over the last couple weeks, just in time for my arrival uh, back from Europe. Uh, but in all seriousness, it centers around Joe Biden. By the way, uh, Hunter Biden's lawyers want immunity from future prosecution. That's what they want. So they want to, uh, they've seen what's in this amicus brief, and they want the judge to agree that he'll be immune to all prosecution including all of the stuff featured by the IRS whistleblowers last week. That's what that's what that's all about. And I firmly believe that we are seeing the end of Joe Biden's career. And you're not one, and by career you mean uh, his political career, you mean yes. that his presidency will end either via impeachment or you think he will not run for re-election. No, I said that by hook or by crook he would not finish his term. By hook, meaning they're going to take him out or he's going to resign. Or by crook, he's, the son's going to be indicted, uh, etc. So, if you want to chime in on this, 800-922-6680. got lots of other stuff, including the uh, Biden's dogs, what a mess they are. Uh, the IRS is not going to go do uh, unannounced uh, uh, searches of people's homes anymore, among other things. All of that is coming up on this Wednesday edition of The Rob Carson Show. 
I firmly believe that we are seeing the end of Joe Biden's career. And you're not one, and by career, you mean uh, his political career. You mean yes. that his presidency will end either via impeachment or you think he will not run for reelection because of the totality, the enormity of the charges that uh, continue to mount. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's not just on one track. It's it's a pack of wolves, as it were, uh, that has surrounded Joe Biden. Um, you have, uh, of, of course, the whistleblowers. Uh, you also have this 1023, this FBI document that we're going to dissect again. And the third thing is the testimony this week of Devin Archer, who oh, yeah, is, other than Joe Biden, Hunter Biden's most important business partner. He was there with every deal, and he is going to be testifying before the House Oversight Committee. And- so now... Uh- Hunter is going to enter this plea agreement this morning, and his lawyers have uh, rejected it because apparently they want Hunter <laughs> to be immune from future prosecution. Now, this is going to be a problem because of all the evidence and stuff, okay, because he's done a lot of other things that are clearly evident that are illegal. So they literally want the court to throw all of this out, and uh, to which I say, well, I can't say it on the air, but it starts with uh, a bovine animal and it ends with uh, excrement of some sort. Yeah, yeah. So this is what happened today. And again, Hunter Biden's legal team, I'm quoting from this article. Uh, This is, I believe, from, who is this from? Is this Breitbart? No, CNN. This is CNN. Holy crap, this is CNN. Hunter Biden's legal team denied Tuesday night they lied to court officials to get filings from a senior Republican lawmaker removed from the public docket. So here's what the uh, office of Representative Jason Smith said. He sought to weigh in on the case, encouraged the judge to consider recent claims by IRS whistleblowers that the probe into President Biden's son was tainted by political interference. And we saw that. The FBI, the DOJ, dear God in heaven, there's enough evidence that he should have been impeached 20 times over. But anyway, quoting from Smith's attorney, the defendant appears to have benefited from political interference, which calls into question the propriety of the investigation. It is critical that the court consider the whistleblower materials before determining whether to accept the plea agreement. All right? After this motion was filed on the public docket, a member of Hunter Biden's legal team called the county clerk, represented that she worked with Smith's attorney, and requested the amicus materials be taken down. So it appears the caller misrepresented her identity and who she worked with in an attempt to improperly convince the clerk's office to remove the amicus materials. Now, Hunter Biden's legal team is saying that note from one of the reps of Hunter Biden to take down evidence in an amicus brief was unintentional miscommunication. I'm just so sorry. I'm so sorry. I just, it was unintentional. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Jessica Bingles, a staffer of the law firm representing Hunter Biden, who reached out to the court earlier on Tuesday, said in an affidavit, submitted to the judge that she never told anybody she was working with attorneys representing the Republican committee chairman. No, no. She said she had two calls with the two court clerks that said there may have been some confusion between the officials that led to a mistaken understanding about her identity. This is... This is so fantastic. They literally lied. They lied to keep the judge from listening to the the pleadings of a Congress, a member of Congress that saw material evidence of Hunter Biden's 
Uh, abject corruption. It is just ridiculous. And I can't imagine the judge going to be too happy about it. All right, come on. we got uh, more phone calls coming up. 800-922-6680. This is a Gangbusters Wednesday edition of the Rob Carson Show. In 2010, our debt was $13 trillion. Gold was $1,000 an ounce. Today, $32 trillion and $2,000 an ounce. So now that we have $1 trillion in interest payments annually, another $1 trillion on defense, do we really think the spending is going to slow down? A surging national debt is bullish for gold. Bloomberg stated gold appears as a caged bull awaiting a catalyst. The oncoming commercial real estate crisis will be that catalyst. $1.5 trillion in interest-only loans are coming due, and with vacancies, plunging valuations, and higher interest rates, more companies are just going to walk away. It's no wonder Google searches for how to buy gold hit record levels in 2023. It's as simple as calling Patriot Gold Group today, by the way. Find out why they are an A-plus consumer affairs top-rated gold and silver company nationwide. Call the proud Americans at Patriot Gold today before it's too late. Mention Newsmax and you'll get best-in-class service from Patriots protecting Patriots. Patriot Gold Group has no fee for life IRA where your IRA or 401k can be physical gold and silver. Call 888-309-9181. That's 888-309-9181 and get a free investor guide today. Patriot Gold Group is Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer for six years in a row. Call now, 888-309-9181. Protect your retirement with the Patriot Gold Group. Little ACDC from when ACDC was at its best when Bon Scott was the lead singer. Nothing against Brian Johnson. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he did a really nice job for, I don't know, 40 years, but uh, Bon Scott was the dude. All right, um, so Hunter Biden plea deal appears to fall apart in its first court appearance. Don't get too excited because, seriously, we do have a dual standard justice, and it's not going to end overnight because of this. But uh, federal prosecutors confirmed the president's son still under federal investigation. All right, and uh, and apparently this new plea deal, the, the Hunter Biden's attorneys wanted uh, Hunter to be immune from future prosecution. That is apparently what they wanted, and they're negotiating a new plea deal that uh, would uh, allow Hunter Biden to continue to be prosecuted if other things happen, which is the way it should be, because if I commit murder and robbery, if I enter a plea deal on the robbery, it doesn't mean I shouldn't be tried for the murder. How's that for a little analogy? I think it's pretty... I think it's sad, though, because Joe Biden literally uh, had a big announcement yesterday that he uh, ended cancer as we know it. One of the things I'm always asked is, you know, uh, why why Americans uh, have sort of lost faith for a while and being be able to do big things. If you could do anything at all, Joe, what would you do? I said I'd cure cancer. They looked at me like, why cancer? Because no one thinks we can that's why, and we can. We end the cancer as we know it. Deliver on our sacred obligations to veterans is the second thing I think is critically so, important. Uh, Joe Biden is the first person in human history, apparently, to say that uh, we can end cancer. Joe Biden, I mean, forget about all the people who've been working on cancer and cancer treatment. And, uh, you know, they've made uh, childhood leukemia <clears throat> like 97 uh, percent uh, uh, now curable, you know, up from, I don't know, like 3 percent curable years ago. So, But Joe Biden was the first person to say that we can cure cancer. And he just admitted there apparently that uh, we ended cancer as we know it and we didn't even know. Americans uh, have sort of lost faith for a while and be, be able to do big things. If you could do anything at all, Joe, what would you do? 
I said I'd cure cancer. They looked at me like, why cancer? Because no one thinks we can. Nobody thinks we can beat cancer. I, I would venture to say that there are thousands of doctors and, uh, I don't know, people who are uh, cancer survivors and uh, people actually undergoing cancer treatment right now who believe eventually we will cure cancer there, Jobo. That's why, and we can we end the cancer as we know it. We deliver on our sacred obligations to veterans was the second thing. I yeah, think it's going to be just like uh, infrastructure. He's going to promise it and promise it and promise it and uh, and never deliver. And then the next election cycle, he'll promise it and promise it. And then he'll never deliver like everything he's done in his entire political career. You know, other than <laughs> it's just uh, it's just remarkable, to be quite honest. Uh, <clears throat> very, very, very funny. And, and oh, by the way, and, and on top of everything else. On top of everything else that we've been confronted with over the uh, over the years, about uh, how weird the country has gotten, how uh, how uh, bizarre things have gotten with regard to uh, you know what's being taught in schools and whatever uh, today today on Capitol Hill, as though we couldn't uh, couldn't handle anything else as far as just like bat guano craziness. Uh, hearings on Capitol Hill about UFO aliens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we've had a lot of crazy things happen in our lives. I mean, that maybe when when you were born, if you're a Gen Xer like me or even a millennial, when you were born and growing up, you never thought, you know, you'd you'd find the answer to this or the answer to that. Uh, you know, Bigfoot, I don't know if we'll ever know about Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster. Uh, I know that uh, they'll never find anything on Oak Island. Oak Island has always been a sham. They've been, they've been digging on Oak Island for 60 years. They even have TV specials on it where you watch them digging holes on Oak Island to find treasure. And they never find treasure because there is no treasure on Oak Island. It's as empty as a Joe Biden campaign promise. It's, it's insane. Now, here is uh, Representative Kim Burchett, who we had on last week, talking about the coming hearings today that may shed some light. <laughs> and I just want to say to everyone in America, uh, leaving Reese's Pieces in your backyard near a small outbuilding will not attract space aliens. It will be held by the Oversight Committee on National Security, the Border, and Foreign Affairs. The witnesses will be as follows. Followed. David Grush, he's a decorated former combat officer who served in Afghanistan. Gotcha. David Grush. And he recently it. told the World News about his experiences serving on a UAP task force led by the U.S. Navy. Which, of course, they kept secret. From 2019 to 2022. What would you do if we found out that uh, aliens have been here and maybe, you know, like, well, wait a minute, Kamala Harris. Never mind. Let me rethink that. Commander David Fravor. He's a former Navy Framer. commander who gotcha. shot the famous Tic Tac video that you've seen. It's on YouTube. It's 60 Minutes did a special on it. He did that in 2004 during a routine training flight over the Pacific Ocean. You know, I, I kind of, I guess, understand that there are really evil people in charge of the government, and they, you know, captured the craft, and, and they uh, are reverse engineering the technology so they can attack, we can attack our enemies and stuff like that, you know? Um... Why would they keep it quiet from us other than that? I mean, why Why would, like, the penultimate discovery in human history, can you believe that the government would keep this 
from us. Think about all the people they're excluding. Think about all the questions of philosophers, the religious leaders, etc. If this actually happened and they just wanted to keep it quiet so they could reverse engineer the technology so we could fight wars with our enemies, I mean, that's pretty messed up. Ryan Graves, he's a former Navy pilot. He reported multiple UAP encounters during training flights. So I used to be called a UFO. It's an interesting thing about... That's all right. Abortion uh, used to be called abortion. Now it's called a choice. ...about Ryan was that he warned the Pentagon that these encounters are putting our pilots... Caitlyn Jenner used to be Bruce Jenner. ...risk. He attended the hearing held by the House Intelligence Committee last year, but was not allowed to speak. If you all remember... He wasn't even allowed admittance. He had to have someone gave him press credentials to get in. You know, it, it is, uh, I mean, look at all that has happened in our lives. Would it surprise you that in this era of mankind that we'd find out that creatures have lived, uh, you know, that there's life on other planets? W- would, it, would it surprise you that that happened? I mean, listen, in our lives, in my, in my lifetime, even though I don't remember because I was too little, we landed on the moon. Uh, in our lifetime, we landed a probe on uh, Titan, a moon of, uh, of Jupiter, uh, or is it Venus? Anyway, we, we've seen Pluto. We saw just a couple years ago, Pluto. No human being in billions of years, or you know, however long we've been around, has ever seen Pluto. We saw Pluto. All right, we're seeing things that have never been, would never have been imagined by Copernicus or whatever. Would it surprise you that during our lifetimes, we'd find out that UFO space aliens had come here and been here many times? And all of those films that you used to watch in the 70s about Bigfoot and space aliens and the drawings from space and the, you know, all that could be true. Maybe Easter Island is because of space aliens. Who the hell knows, right? Oh, I, I understand we have some, hold on, I'm getting a note from my, my producer, Ken. Redneck MacGyver, and he says that we have some red-hot testimony on Capitol Hill from one of the, uh, one of the uh, people who apparently has witnessed uh, space aliens on Earth. This is, I'm not sure who the, uh, the, uh, the member of Congress is asking the question, but this is Agent Smith with a response. May I ask why you felt little Tiffany deserved to die? Well, she was the only one that actually seemed dangerous at the time, sir. How'd you come to that conclusion? Well, first I was going to pop this guy hanging from the street light, and then I realized, you know, he's just working out. And how would I feel if somebody come running in a gym, bust me in my ass? Apparently this is about an encounter he had with UFO space aliens. So I'm on a treadmill. Then I saw this uh, snarling beast guy, and I noticed he had a tissue in his hand. I realized, you know, he's not snarling. Yeah, that was uh, Mitch McConnell. He's sneezing. You know, ain't no real threat there. Adam, uh, Adam Kinzier. And I saw a little Tiffany. I'm thinking, you know, eight-year-old white girl, middle of the ghetto, bunch of monsters, this time of night with quantum physics books. She's about eight years old. Those books are way too advanced for her. If you ask me, I'd say she's up to something. And to be honest, I'd appreciate it if you eased up off my back about it. Okay, a little, uh, a little bit dicey in the uh, hearings this morning on uh, UFO space aliens. This is, this is where we are now. And, and because things are so messed up, you kind of wonder if maybe we're just being played at this point. Is this is, <laughs> is this is this another distraction? Is this a, I mean, this is another distraction, or or are we legitimately going to be uh, find out that space aliens have? Uh, and what are we going to do if we know that space aliens uh, have been here? What what happens then? Why isn't anybody talking about it? Why why aren't there philosophers on uh, on CNN or, or 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 Newsmax? Newsmax, let's get a philosopher on. To talk about the ramifications of space aliens, this is so bizarre. 
this is this is this is where we live. This is uh, we live in historical and weird times, dangerous, weird historical times. It's uh, it's just beyond strange. Oh, oh, this also, uh, before we take the break, I want to uh, get a couple stories out here. Um, a lot of people are asking why Elon Musk risks billions changing the brand Twitter into X. And I, and I mentioned this because I'm, I'm, you, I'm doing the Twitter thing, right? Okay, I'm still doing Twitter. I just turned down the temperature, maintained the intensity. There are some things I'm just not going to, like, like I'm not going to respond to Keith Olbermann or Joe Scarborough anymore. Because honestly, who cares? I've got more important things to worry about, like the future of our country and bringing us together and, you know, all of that stuff. But, uh, but uh, analysts are saying that Elon Musk really uh, screwed the pooch with regard to changing Twitter into X. And I said the reason why he did, you know, the, 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 the problem was that the, the, the term became so popular, it became a verb, Twitter. Like Twitter, what did Twitter mean before? Twitter wasn't a word. You could say, my heart was a Twitter. Right, but Twitter was not really a word. Was Twitter a word? Did you look up Twitter, and it said, "Okay, uh, I twittered today." What does that mean? Uh, so it it they, they called something Twitter. It was a social uh, social um, you know group that people could join. Social media site people could join and, and would be, of course, uh, censored by uh, state status and state officials when conservative tweets were put up. That's another aside. But it was called Twitter, and you tweeted. It became a part of everything. It became like a Kleenex. I'm sure that the other brands that make Kleenex are really, really thoroughly flummoxed that they can't get past their product being called a Kleenex. Because it's not a Kleenex. It's a whatever. I know, but we call those tissues now a Kleenex. All right? What about Tampax? How many times are you told as a man, go get some Tampax at the store? And you go there, and what happens? You bring home something that she's like, these aren't pearls. These are maxi-wide whatever the hell they are. I have no idea. But, you know, Tampax, everybody thinks the Tampax is a Tampax. Then there's a Coke. In the South, people, when they want a soda, which they call it in the Midwest, which is a carbonated flavored beverage, uh, in the South, they call it a Coke. And it could be a Pepsi, and they call it Coke. But here's Twitter changing their name to X. And uh, I don't know if X is real positive. I know it's his name brand, but X is also associated with failed relationships, right? Isn't X kind of uh, what you call a, a failed relationship? And here... <laughs> here. Elon Musk has decided to call it X with a black logo. Now, we know that Google became Alphabet. Facebook became Meta. And now uh, they are saying at least uh, Alan Adamson, the co-founder of a marketing and brand consumption group, Metaphor, says, to me, it's bringing down in history as one of the fastest unwinding of a business and brand ever. We will see. All right, so coming up, I've got some uh, really interesting audio last night with regard to uh, RFK. He was speaking with Hannity. And also some news about the economy. Joe Biden's uh, pushing Bidenomics as a positive. The American people aren't buying it. And I'll, and I'll give you the cold, hard facts coming up on this uh, very strange edition of the Rob Carson Show back in a couple. So this morning, Hunter Biden went to this court in Delaware to... Uh, 
uh, sign a plea agreement that would uh, give him a slap on the wrist. You could hear the slapping from miles away. And, uh, well, you normally associate that sound with Hunter Biden, but this is different. This is a completely different slapping sound, and it's the slapping on the wrist that he was going to get. And uh, it turns out that uh, his lawyers rejected the plea deal because they wanted immunity from future prosecution which the judge probably did a spit take she was drinking a coke and spewed it all over the the, the you know the bench there and and all of that and apparently that ain't happening so that is uh, kind of nice to know kind of nice to know i i had to laugh at this headline from uh, uh the babylon b uh mccarthy says 783rd impeachable offense by biden will be the last straw because that's the number one question that people ask me when I see them is when uh, when are the Republicans going to do something? They they're having these neat hearings and everything, but uh, nothing's happening. And so the Babylon B says in a forceful statement he issued Kevin McCarthy ass- uh, assured constituents that if Biden commits several hundred more impeachable offenses, that will be the last straw. That's right. Once uh, Biden has committed at least 783 egregious acts of corruption, we will cut him off. We, the American people, cannot stand for this kind of unchecked criminality in the White House. No more crimes for you, pal, is what it says. And Republicans at the time of the publishing confirmed they will soon retaliate against the Bidens by dragging cabinet members before a committee so Jim Jordan can angrily furrow his brow at them. So Kevin McCarthy is not arguing anymore. I mean, he's not missing words. Hell is coming to the Bidens. This is Jim Gossett. Stranger to the right, Kevin's a rhino, won't put up a fight. He's a white rhino, they're not so and rare. you and I know impeachment he'll discuss, but will he follow through? A good game Kevin talks, not sure I buy it. <laughs> Every time he barks, it's time to try it. Impeachment, something that he said the I word. Kevin, you must pursue. Maybe he's allergic to it. It could be an allergy, like peanuts. Stranger to the right, that's McCarthy. He's a stranger to the right. And from that moment that he got the speaker gig. Kevin betrayed us big, made a deal to tax and spend his speakership. It's time to end. Yeah. All we get from Kev da, da, da. is lots of yapping and impeachment under him. Wrist slapping may never happen. Oh. Time to say goodnight. Bye-bye. You stranger to the right. That is beautiful. Lovely. Standard treatment by Mr. Jim Gossett. Laura in Baltimore, hello and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Hey, Rob. Thanks so much for taking the call. You bet. Well, you missed over Windex. Windex is a very oh, yes. popular word for a yes. window cleaning a spray. Um, I think that Elon Musk had to change the name of Twitter to X because of Thread being a competition and he wanted to rebrand. Okay. But it didn't work out. It's not a smart thing. Mark Zuckerberg, he's interfering in this 2024 presidential election, and that's why you open thread. They're trying to shut down Twitter so that they should be able to censor 
anybody mm. with, with any information that they want to censor like they did in 2020. That's yeah. what Thread is all about, I think. What do you think? Well, Thread uh, signed 100 million uh, viewers or whatever, subscribers the first uh, week or so, and then like 50 million of them dropped off. So Thread is already doing a face plant, Laura, and I understand what you're saying, but it looks like Thread is not the, the threat that they thought it would be. So um, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I don't understand why. I think uh, Elon Musk has the X brand SpaceX, etc., and he wanted to build on the brand. I'm not so sure it's a good idea it's like changing the name of windex like you said which i i use all the time by the way i'm like that guy in uh, big fat greek wedding uh laura thanks for the phone call to appreciate it let's take a break you're listening to the rob carson show hi it's tony marino host of the newsmax daily podcast your daily news bulletin of newsmax's top headlines along with commentary from our hosts and experts you can learn more about all of the free podcasts including newsmax daily rob carson and jerry callahan at newsmax.com listen